0: What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Kurt and Bob Show. He's Kurt. I'm Bob. Wednesday, March first. Here, Kurt. We got some uh, free agency talk. Not a lot. Whole, not a whole lot going on in the NFL. We do have some headlines here today, though, which is good. Um, but yeah, what do we uh, what do we got going on in yeah, the world of the NFL? Yeah,
1: nothing. Nothing too much. Just a lot. A whole lot of nothing around a lot of situations that are really important uh we've got aaron Rodgers who has come out and talked about his retreat but he has not talked about what he's doing yet so we got that number one lamar jackson um still nothing from his side we've got the combine interviews going on today i was watching a lot of those uh while i was working today and harbaugh and their gm both uh Oh, it's great. It's great. Our conversations are going great. Convers- you know, I don't buy it for a second. If it was going that well, the deal would have been done by now. They've had two off seasons to get it done. So I don't know what's going on there, but uh, they got to figure it out because it's it's just it's weird. Something something's not going right over there uh, in the Ravens camp. But um, then we've got Gino Smith, who kind of, as we alluded to last week, is. Apparently approaching a longer-term deal with the Seahawks. So credit to Gino if he lands that that'd be awesome Uh, No word out of the Joe burrow camp either So we've still got just as many question marks as we had a quarterback last week Uh, Derek Carr is smoo schmoozing it up at the combine right now he's meeting he's met with the Panthers who listening to Frank Reich and the Panthers GM today definitely didn't sound very sold like they were just oh yeah it's just an option we have to to go with it's an option but then they seemed a little more excited to talk about the rookie QB class so I inferred from their interviews uh, Derek Carter Carolina doesn't look like it to me Uh, he's still in heavy talks with the Saints and the Jets who are obviously the front runners to begin with Uh, so still waiting on Derek there but that is pretty much our QB rundown then the only I guess Big news is we got our first uh, franchise tag. Duran Payne, a defensive tackle for the Commanders, he is phenomenal, and that whole defensive line is phenomenal. Uh, so, first franchise tag to fall. The GM said today uh, on NFL Now that it was a very. It's he says you know usually you see a lot of drama with these franchise tags, but today uh, or when they put it on him, he said it was very you know it's. They're on the same page. They're gonna work towards a long-term deal, so it seems like a more friendly franchise tag. But we'll see. That's well, you know that could all be for optics at the end of the day. Uh, and lastly, for our headlines here, Leonard Fournette uh, asked for release from the Buccaneers. Buccaneers granted him that release. So who knows? We got Lenny on the free agent market here. Could be an interesting uh, prospect. I don't know if people pick him up in the off season or if they may wait. Uh, he is still 28 years young, so you know he, he got killed last year because that Bucks O line was struggling in the run game. Their whole run game, you know, they tried four different running backs, all of them averaged under four yards. So I don't think Fournette was the issue there. So a lot of a lot of interesting news there, Bob, but a lot of nothing as well, right? Like I guess first franchise tag is the biggest, I would say, just for the yeah, top the
0: and and the Fournette thing. That's yeah, it's something. I mean, he's a great running back and he's a great Tom. fantasy option. It's just he was horrendous this past year, and trust me, I know because he was on my fantasy team. He was an absolute disappointment. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's that's that's interesting, and depending on where he can, where he goes, he could be, um, maybe look a lot like the Leonard Fournette of two or three seasons ago with the Buccaneers. So
1: absolutely, we'll he'll, see. He'll definitely be eyeing a contender as well, right? So we know yeah. that we'll hear his name go somewhere flashy um we also could see i was just doing a little background on him and you know he grew up in new orleans he went to lsu maybe maybe he goes to be the third down guy with camara maybe he's like hey i'll I'll hop in here i'll be the you know the second fiddle to camara and i'll still get my touches and go. So who who knows? At the end of the day, uh, it's going to be up to four night. He's really interesting free agent prospect because like kind of like the Kareem hunt rule. Is that what you're yeah, like Exactly. There, yeah. yeah kind of like the Kareem hunt, Nick Chubb type deal doing that with Aaron yeah. Fournette. That could be sweet, but also I don't know if the saints are, the saints are ju- just as weird this off season as they were last. No one really knows if they're going to be good again. It doesn't feel yeah. like it, but you know, they definitely won some good games last year. Uh, a lot to unfold there but
0: yeah and if fournette doesn't want to be fournette said that he doesn't want to be part of the buccaneers like rebuilding basically like a post tom brady buccaneers team so if he doesn't want to be a part of that why would he necessarily want to be part of a post a little bit further along post drew Brees new orleans saints team that's wasn't competitive basically in the exact same ship as he as he was leaving so
1: exactly i'm trying to think of a good team that would Fit him, but there's a lot of great running backs right now out there. Um, the running back class definitely took a big, you know, thumbs up this year. So, um, I mean, Miami, he could go one two with Raheem. Uh, I'm trying to. He definitely won't go anywhere. Where's in what's
0: Jeff Wilson doing? Is Jeff Wilson a free agent? Uh,
1: no, he's not a free agent. He's two year two year deal. They trade. So Jeff Wilson and Raheem were pretty nice one two. But just Jeff Wilson was also injured a lot last year. When he wasn't, he was great yeah. though um yeah. it was also a mid-season too so coming in mid-season is definitely harder than getting a full off season behind you so we'll see i I definitely don't think it's a need for miami it's just a thought because i mean maybe buffalo if, if he's about the cold weather after being Dude, a that would be
0: unreal <laughs> that would be unreal
1: Lenny and josh allen perhaps that that could be cool uh, let's let's put our name on that kurt Bob show just got hidden intel that letter for Bills is guaranteed yeah, I just got off the phone so, with Fournette's people. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. At least they said they were Fournette's people. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so lots, lots of fun there. But today we're just going to cover the offensive free agent side of the ball here. Bob is going to hit the receivers and tight ends, and I'm going to hit the top three running backs and offensive linemen to look for. Again, franchise tags are still out there, so some of these fun free agents could get you know, the boring result of a restricted franchise tag, but it is what it is. Uh, So until we know, we're going to let you know because we got free agency two weeks away. So we'll hit some defensive free agents uh, next week. And the next episode you'll hear is going to be a recap of free agency because it's going to be March 15th most likely. And that'll be the day after official free agent period. So lots of free agency movement here and then we can get into our favorite draft talk. But until then we'll cap it off here and Bob I'll, I'll let you start us off what do you what do you like on the the tight ends this year are there any any good tight ends floating around out there
0: yeah and I'm glad you started with tight ends to because to be quite honest the wide receivers is is a little <laughs> bit uh it's a little bit iffy out lesson. there I'm not even gonna lie but the tight ends we got some we got some ballers out here uh just just to name a few you know we've got the, basically, the big name out there, I would say, the biggest of the names would be Dalton Schultz. Uh, then you got Evan Ingram, Mike Iseki from your Dolphins. Mikey Mike, yeah. yeah. Just didn't uh, you know Hayden Hurst, Austin Hooper. I mean, the, those Hurst, are just to too. name a few. Oh, okay. <clears throat> just to name, just to name a few of uh, a few of those guys. And you know, Hayden Hurst had had a really had a really good season. Yeah. He um, this past this, yeah. So we'll see what happens, but. Um, you want me doing top three, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, what do you think you most fun? Most fun to least fun. <laughs> okay,
0: okay. Most fun to least fun. Let's see. Well, then I'm going to start with Mike Gusecki because I think <clears throat> for the other two guys that I picked, those are least fun because yeah. I <laughs> suspect that they're probably going to go back to where they came from. Fair. Um, but Gusecki will not return to the Dolphins. No so sure. he will be in a different jersey next season. Mm. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's really tough to tell because it's like who really, I mean, the tight end position, unless you have an offense that's kind of built around it, unless you're like a, Mm -hmm. you know, you have like a Travis Kelsey, it's kind of an underutilized position. Um, and I know PFF, you know, because that's, that's the platform that we use a lot. Like they say, they say, He's going to the Commanders, and they're talking about Logan Thomas and his injury. And I'm thinking yeah. to myself, I just, I disagree. I don't think that he, I, I don't think so. I really don't think so. Yeah. Now, a team that I could see him going to potentially is, uh, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't even bank on it, but I'm thinking maybe the Panthers would not be a bad fit for Mike Gusecki. I think, I think he could be. He could help him move the football a little bit Gasecki's a good a tight end too. That's, that's the, what he's yeah looking for, i think right and so I think he could come in and kind of I mean you got Frank right now like you're yep. trying to figure out your offense you kind you, you just got a new basically entire like your coaching staff is new yeah. so you're trying to figure out your who you are what your offense looks like and I think goseki could I mean he he was a pretty decent option before McDaniel's, you know, took over, um, yeah. you know, in Miami, and so he's he he's a baller for sure. So he could be that guy with the Panthers. Um, so I think, I don't know. I I would I would like to see the Panthers. As much as I would like to see the Panthers, <laughs> I, I couldn't care less about the Panthers, honestly. And they're in my division, so like it doesn't matter. Yeah. But the Panthers, I could see them. I could see Mike Osecki being. A decent fit with the Panthers, so yeah. that's those. That's my take on Mike seki for the most fun option. I don't think he goes to the Commanders. I just, I mean, they literally. I don't know. Be, I just,
1: it, I could see the pairing, but it, it would also maybe. I mean, maybe he wants to go with Biennemi. That I mean, that definitely. See, Biennemi changes the changes the thing because i was thinking the same thing as you like commanders come oh wait they got eric now okay that you know maybe yeah players want, especially if Gasicki thinks he's a travis kelsey talent which honestly he he is phenomenal. not like 2020 and 2021 were huge years for Gasicki. he was to his only only safety blanket like Tua had practice squad guys out there and then Devonte parker running around at receiver yeah. uh he had nobody to throw to so gasicki he would force it to him in triple coverage and gasicki would usually come down with it so absolutely no ill will towards towards mike he just doesn't you know i think uh i see a quote here that fits it really good he's a big slot receiver you know that's the difference yeah. between him and a travis kelsey is kelsey's out there on run plays pass plays he can block he can you know let you know, that's Kittle. Kittle's M.O. is blocking. He loves blocking more than he loves, you know, catch and pass, as he said it. It's, uh, you know, it's something that has to go hand in hand. But Kosicki was really, as I understand from the Miami side, really struggling with that because what you saw a lot this year was, fun fact, Mike Kosicki's roommate, Durham Smythe, uh, who was the other tight end for the Dolphins, and he really had a, a solid year this, for expecting nothing out of him. He had a really good year. He was on the field uh, I, a lot, I believe he was like 78, 80% of the snaps and Gasicki was definitely struggling to get his snap counts because, you know, he just struggled in the block, run blocking game. You know, he's six, six, uh, six six two fifty. So he, <laughs> he is, he's a big dude. He's got the frame, but he definitely is more of a vertical threat than a run game threat. So I actually really like the Panther. I think that would be really fun. Panther's got, Uh, A young team with a lot of, you know, brand new coaching staff, as you said. But the Panthers also are loading up on veterans. You know, Frank Reich, he's brought in some vets. They got Dom Capers back. I haven't heard his name in years. And Dom Capers shows up uh, on the Panther staff. And also ex-Lions head coach, Jim Caldwell, is on that staff. I just learned today. I I had no clue uh, until I was listening to Frank Frank Reich's interview. And he said he just brought in a, a bunch of dudes, you know. And they've got a lot of head coaching experience on that brand new staff so I think they'd have a lot of fun with Gasicki I do not hate that fit at all especially because they'd be able to pay him uh, as well I believe they're sitting pretty nice on the cap wise Uh, another team I could think of for Gasicki I don't know man it's It'll be interesting. He's going to be he's going to be a full blown free agent. No nope, Dolphins aren't going to franchise. Right. That's what they did last year. It didn't work out. So it'll be really interesting to see with him. Uh, and I think, you know, I agree with you. I think a lot of these other tight end names, it'd be crazy for these the teams that have an Evan Ingram, Schultz and Hayden Hurst to not go back after them. Right. What do you think about the uh, the rest of the pool here?
0: Yeah, Evan Ingram, I got him going back to the Jags. I mean, he had a got really it. good I mean, he, he played really, really well. He basically resurrected a season or his career yeah. with the Jags. 100%. Um, so it would be stupid for both parties there to not do something again, mm-hmm. especially when, you know, him and Lawrence have that kind of connection. And yeah. I mean he was kind of he was pretty much if not their most reliable like, receiver, one of down their the most stretch, reliable definitely. receivers. Yeah, those last yeah. six
1: weeks of the season, I remember he went crazy in, in fantasy and in the playoffs. <laughs> Dude, I picked like, him up in fantasy, yeah. Yeah, he was unbelievable down the stretch. Evan Ingram was yeah. like – they'd be silly to get rid of what they built on all season, right? Like that. I couldn't – They, I hope they re-sign him, man. I really hope they do. <laughs> they, they need Yeah. To.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, that's what I see – I see him going back to the Jags. I don't really see another possibility yeah. for him. I mean, um, he could go to not really a like a competitor, mm-hmm. um, but I, like I said, I don't really know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't really have a second second option for Evan Ingram. I mean, I'm pretty. I can't see it either. Exactly. I'm pretty set in stone on him going back to the Jags. It, and too. then probably the most fun name on the list is Dalton Schultz for the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean he's a question mark for sure. I think, you know, he could go a number of places. Um, but I think I don't know. He he does well with Dak and he did well with the Cowboys even without Dak. He or he did okay. He did worse than he than he would have or worse than he did than when he had Dak. Yeah. But he
1: definitely relied on Dak for sure. Right.
0: So I think I could see him. I could see him returning to the Cowboys um, if they're willing to pay. That's the question mark. Are they going to? Where are they going to spend their money? Because, I mean.
1: They don't have much, I believe. The I Cowboys know. are under that, like they're negative right now, as it stands. Live. Yeah. So the Cowboys, I don't. They the it, their hand awkward. may be forced. They're they're really really awkward uh, this off season. I don't. I I don't know. They they felt like the the Vikings to me. They were just a very underwhelming great record team. Like I never once believed that they could get to the Super Bowl or beat the Niners, beat the Eagles. Hell, I think if they played the Vikings, it'd be a closer game than than even the Giants game. Like, I just, I I don't believe, you know, Tony Pollard, he's going to be a free agent, right? Uh, mm. So, they'll probably franchise tag him, most likely. Are uh, you still going to I find would. an answer at number two at, re- at the receiver position? The offensive line, I'll give them a lot of credit. I did not like their offensive line pick last year, first round of the draft. Yeah. Um, and but he was phenomenal. The name is missing me right now. But he the re, he was put in there to replace Tyron Smith. He came in first day and he looked really really well. So I I definitely take it back on my. I remember analyzing him last year and he had a lot of penalties in college and he was from a smaller uh, D one school. But he played really really well.
0: Was it uh? Jeez. Uh, Did he go to like Chattanooga or something? Is it that like, guy?
1: It's uh, yeah, like a very. Tyler's Tyler Smith. Okay. Tyler Smith. There we go. From, from Tulsa, from Tulsa, Tulsa Smith
0: the from Tulsa, Tulsa, Tulsa guy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I do yeah, remember he that. Was,
1: yeah. We, we were totally like, what is he doing all the way up here? But no, he was, he was phenomenal. So Ecro there, hand up definitely wrong on that one. But, uh, you know, I guess I just have such a bad perception of the Cowboys right now because of Dak in my brain, I can't get around Dak Prescott and that's, you know, he's there he's signed the extension and all that so what are you going to do right um but Dalton yeah. Schultz, yeah it's definitely tough to say i don't know if they can afford to keep him because another team would pay him he, he's right. proven to be really valuable in a phenomenal tight end uh i believe he's like a t- he was a top five tight end last year uh this year definitely struggled a little because of the cooper rush era and then even with Dak in there there were some games where he got one you know one attempt towards him so it was a little weird, but last year he was phenomenal. I definitely think you can go off 2021 with Dalton Schultz looking, looking forward here.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think of other possibilities of where he could go. Because like I said, the tight end position is tough in the NFL. Yeah, Like, I don't really know of teams that are like, oh yeah, we're looking for a Dalton Schultz type of guy. Like, there's nobody out there that's like, know because yeah. the maybe I mean, maybe the colts, one, two, the colts but uh,
1: the colts one yeah. two with uh, with tight ends right you can do that but it's yeah it's never amazing i guess you're right yeah
0: i mean you could th- you think about the colts but they got a whole lot more to figure out there with <laughs> with the colts so maybe,
1: maybe the bears the bears got money to toss around oh that's so the, that's so sneaky could totally go grab that's I think sneaky. the Bears could really load up this offseason like if they can sell if this new front office can sell the vision to these free agents that are just going to be cap casualties right they could really get some stars under under the radar so maybe maybe that because I don't know I had a friend who was really high on Cole Komet last year for the Bears and I think he played really good for two weeks out of 17 so I don't think he's the answer, especially if you got Dalton Schultz just hanging around there and you're the Bears sitting on a hundred mil of cap space just this year. So it, it could be interesting. It could be interesting. What did you, um? what'd you think of the, re- I guess we can do a quick rundown of the receivers. Cause I agree with you. The receivers are pretty lackluster aside from OBJ is officially a free agent, right?
0: I was about to say, yeah, yeah. you got, you got Odell. He's probably the flashiest of them all. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be honest, I think of all places, it's been talking about, it's been swirling for years now. I feel like OBJ to the Cowboys, and I think that this year <laughs> yeah. might actually be the year that it happens. Oh, you get so, with
1: Dalton Schultz for the mon- for the money, and then you get OBJ on us. Th- oh, that could work. That
0: I work. think I think Odell and Dak could. There could be something there. Um
1: then Gallup can go to a number and Gallup's solid as a th- three guy like your post three yeah. guy. yeah
0: yeah so i think I think, I think it's not it's not the worst not the worst thing in the world yeah um 30 years if old, he so you
1: gotta think it might be his last contract. it could be his last contract yeah. you know it's a big it's yeah. a big decision for him so that would be really interesting but cowboys he could definitely have a future with i would say
0: yeah I, yeah i mean it's just it's all question marks. It's all speculation. It's yeah, it's so hard to tell. But I would probably say the Cowboys. I think they finally pulled the trigger on that one. Mm-hmm. Next one would be a, a little bit less of a flashy name, but a name that I think he's he's a good receiver. They just didn't utilize him the right way. I say the right way. It, it, I'll end there with that. But Jacoby Myers, we um, in the Patriots and
1: tag him or keep him
0: i don't i i don't Patriots here's are, the thing about Patriot receivers, receivers work
1: anywhere else right like they just never
0: <laughs> i just think so, that they always draft like they always draft receivers and they always fail in new england like yeah. i i think is that's kind of where receivers that's right i forgot Not...
1: they drafted him back in yeah like 2019 i think was his draft Dude, class that's... they just
0: don't Jeez. work out when they draft receivers so I think he's got to go somewhere else. And I don't know uh, – I mean, people are talking about the Texans, but I just think, you know, Mechie's going to be coming back, right? They yeah. talked about – yeah, yeah. Mechie so Mechie will back.
1: be – Who knows if they go for Quentin in the draft too. That's You know, I, they could definitely get him at 12, I think, if they wanted just a 1-2 with Quentin Johnston and uh, Eric Mechie coming into the next season. like John Mechie, yeah. John Mechie, oh my god. Yeah. say Eric?
0: And then I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens with Myers. It's just so tough. I I mean, honestly, I would like he could go he could go a number of places, but I like Jacoby Myers. I do. I really do. I'm not even gonna lie. I had him on my fantasy team for a little bit there. More out of necessity than want. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but if Jacoby Myers came to the Falcons, I wouldn't be mad about it. We don't have any receivers. So coming from – I don't
1: know. I think it I think could uh, fit with the Falcons. Jacoby, yeah. Drake, and Kyle Pitts. That could be nice. Yeah. Because then you can focus it's... on the draft and all defense, right? Like, I that's, think and that's what I was thinking too. To fix, yeah, I think the Falcons want to fix the offense and free agencies so they can go yes. all defense this draft. Yes. Yes. Because that's really it's all what we lacking. need to do. It. It's all
0: yeah. Yeah. So like, if we wouldn't got a Jacoby Myers, you know, you got the Drake London, you got Jacoby Myers, like,
1: yeah,
0: like you said, the Kyle Pitts. Um, I mean, Cordell Patterson does it all. He's basically yeah. just out there Swiss Army knife. Um someone
1: yeah. else and yeah i know there's a couple like big names on here but they're all everyone is 27 or above it feels like on this free agent list right like it's all guys who've gone through their first run and they're not amazing enough to keep um but you, the, you're you all they're also not done right they also have a lot left in the tank and you could definitely get them and you know have them contribute to your team so it'll be really really interesting we got TikTok boy. Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah, <laughs> there's
0: two names. That's It's a toss-up between – I mean, I'll yeah. mention these last two. Michael Thomas is going to be a free agent and Juju Smith-Schuster. I um,
1: like, I like Mike. I think he's been just crying his way out oh, of New Orleans geez. intentionally the last two years. He could come back. Slant Boy could get back in this business, bro. He could
0: – We'll see what happens. He's not going back to the Saints. That's all I know. Yeah, no I don't bad. know where I'm he's going to no end way. up. Juju <sighs> – Geez, I mean, if he goes anywhere other than Kansas City, I don't know that he's going to succeed. He literally – Patrick Mahomes resurrected his career too. Yeah. Who was it? So um, sad. Was it A.J. Brown who literally said that yeah. if he didn't go to the Chiefs, like Patrick Mahomes carried him to a Super Bowl oh, yeah. and basically he resurrected his career. On Twitter.
1: He ripped him. Yeah. Because <laughs> he was talking, talking smack after the Super Bowl, and they're like, hey, TikTok boy, calm down. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be anything without Mahomes. So that's yeah. – you wonder if how many teams believe in that, too, and how many teams may want to give him another chance. You know, maybe, maybe throw him at, at the 49ers, right? He, he, could, he could be a third it, guy. I don't know. He could yeah, be somewhere out there.
0: And like we talked about with, I mean, with, um, who was it? With Gusecki and the the Panthers. I think the Panthers would be interesting. They don't really have yeah. a number two guy but besides DJ Moore. So I think any, I mean, I think the Panthers could go after any a number of these guys, like For even sure. Jacoby Myers. A, I mean Michael Thomas. I don't think Michael Thomas would want to go to the Panthers because they're not really going to be competitive. Yeah. But maybe Juju goes there. I mean, I could see. Yeah, and and then yeah. you even think about. I mean, you think about the Bears too. They got to fix some some wide receiver issues they got there, like yeah, you Clay brought up. I mean
1: it's yeah, yeah. It's, they, and he's not even gonna be buyers this off season. like they, they gotta be they have 49 people signed to their active roster right now and about 100 mil to work with so they are going to be buying up whoever they can i think mm-hmm. they'll you know and maybe you know and here's a good transition maybe they're they're gonna buy a good running back because running back free agency here to kind of transition into it david montgomery he's going to be a free agent Mm -hmm. i've never been a huge david montgomery fan i you know he's still very young though like i i'm honestly shocked at how young he was when i was doing the research on it. he's still 25 like he's very much in that in that prime you know he was phenomenal back in 2020 but the last two years he has been just an absolute snooze you know the bears were benching him this year for i forget who that it was their second string running back but there was definitely you know some fighting going on there. So David Montgomery, I think, is a really interesting prospect going into free agency, because I definitely don't see him returning to the Bears um, with the relationship they had. And you wonder if the Bears are going to move to replace him with one of these three guys. And these these are these are big name three guys, I would say. We've got Josh Jacobs going into free agency, who who knows, you know, the Raiders didn't pick up his option last year. And then this year. They are, you know, they're taking they're taking a look at him. He was the number one running back in the NFL last year. They're taking a look, saying, "Man, uh, we didn't pick up the option, but maybe we get him back and get him on a contract." So, who knows? Uh, Josh Jacobs could be an answer. Then Saquon Barkley, uh, who knows mm. if him or Daniel? We've talked about both of them. You know, which one will they put the franchise tag on? Which one will they let roam free, or will they, you know, let both? And then we've got Tony Pollard, like. Those are are three solid solid names. Tony Pollard coming off a leg injury, but he's as well, you know, still 25. Saquon's 26, and Josh Jacobs 25. Like, these are are prime young running backs that can definitely, you know, fight their way to a second contract here and make it to that illustrious age of the NFL, which seems to be that 27-28 where your career is decided or it's tanked. Um, It's pretty crazy to see, but... Yeah, who do, who of those three do you do you like the most there, Bob? I had some really good running back options in free agency this year.
0: You mean just like in general the running back as a whole? Yeah. Like which yeah. uh Josh Jacobs had one heck of a season this year with the Raiders, but like one season, one really really good season is not going to sway me because uh Fair. So so I'll say I'll say Saquon. On that note, I will say Saquon. I'm very interested to see where Saquon agree, goes. Yeah. Like we talked about, I mean, that's just a bigger question mark there, I think. I, I, obviously, Josh Jacobs is a question mark because he could go a number of places. Mm-hmm. You know, the Raiders didn't give him what, what he wanted, really, they, or they didn't pick up his option or whatever. and So he had to prove himself, which I felt like I called that, by the way, um, did, like a year ago.
1: You were definitely not down on Josh Jacobs. Was, no. <laughs>
0: so I like Josh Jacobs. I just think if we're going to go – with any of the guys that's going to be say, say quads, the man's got some absolute tree trunks of legs, and he has proven himself year after year. Um, it'll just be an interesting situation with what they're going to do there with Daniel Jones, Saquon, with the Giants. So,
1: yeah, the NFC East. I do not envy them at all this year. Like, the Commanders have a lot of decisions. The Cowboys have a lot of decisions. The Eagles have a lot of free agent. They're, you know, they're losing 11 starters total. And the Giants are, you know, they've got a lot of decisions with their, you know, with what they've seen from this last year and how they can improve. So, all four of those teams in that division, man, they got got a lot of question marks going around. And, you know, I've heard some Saquon to Miami talks. I don't buy it for a single second because what are we going to pay him a bag of chips? You know, we're... We're we're paying everyone right now, so we gotta take a break this off season. I think Chris Gray, this would be talking to you. Hey, it's okay. You gave us a present last year. We do not. We we're good. You don't have to spend anything more here. So, we'll we'll see. Uh, I think you know. Obviously, free agency a lot of the times does come down to strictly salary cap. You know, so we've got the Bears, Falcons, Raiders, Giants, and Texans in the top five uh, with with salary you know salary cap room. So who knows, maybe one of these running backs gets scooped over to the Texans because the Texans – or no, sorry, Damian Pierce. I'd never say that. Damian Pierce is a beast. They don't need a running back at all. So uh, Giants definitely have the space to pay Saquon, especially because uh, they pay – you remember Saquon was one of the players who took his – salary in bitcoin and then bitcoin absolutely dumped since then <laughs> he took it yeah he took it like yeah. 60k so how much do the giants really pay him is the question <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, you know uh, it's 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 pretty funny but the running back free agency it can get really interesting because we've also got bijan and jameer gibbs coming up in the draft so two very highly sought after guys uh, I think there's going to be a lot of running back noise here this offseason. Uh, less in the draft as there was last year, because last year's class was unbelievable. But uh, I'll take it right to the tackle side here, just to keep us moving along here. And we've got some big-name tackles out there. Tackles, guards, and centers. I'm hitting, hitting all of them. Uh, but the biggest and most obvious is Orlando Brown Jr. for the Chiefs. He is the... You know him and some of the other signings they made are the single reason of the difference between the Chiefs in 2020 and the Chiefs now. The Chiefs in 2020 were getting brutalized by the Buccaneers in the Super Bowl uh, because they could not block anything. Mahomes was getting blitzed. He was getting you know hit all over the field. They make that big, uh, I believe it was a trade from the Raven. Yeah, a trade for Orlando Brown that off season paid him a bunch of money, now he is ready to get paid again, because he's still 26, he'll be 27 this year, uh, but he's phenomenal. Tackles, you see him play later in their career all the time, too, so I see Orlando Brown, if he doesn't get franchise tagged, signing a fat deal somewhere else to, to be the guy, and hey, again, maybe it's Chicago, right? They've got so much money to throw around, if you're a guy who's just looking for cash, you, you can you can go to Chicago, that's, that's totally fine, so uh, then you got two of the other other guys that I picked here are number one Ben Powers, a guard for the Ravens. Uh, he he's phenomenal, and I think anyone on the Ravens offensive line I value is another team way higher than any other team because you know that they have been put in the trenches with uh, the Lamar Jackson and just running back carousel of an offense that they run. Uh, those linemen are asked to do more in Baltimore than I you know take a uh los angeles for example whether it's uh you know the chargers or the rams like those those linemen in baltimore have been doing the dirty work for the last couple years so i think he could be a really high value guard candidate here coming into the offseason uh with such a run heavy offense there and then last but not least not by not least at all because i think he's phenomenal as well 26 year old Guard Nate Davis uh, out of the you know tennis from the Tennessee Titans here. If the Titans don't keep him, boy, he's a top twenty guard pretty much every statistical category. And on top of that, he, you know, look at Derrick Henry. That's what Derrick Henry's been running behind. So you have that same. I think proof in the pudding, right? It's it's different when you're an offensive line that's responsible for such a phenomenal run game. It speaks differently to teams where you know opposed to a orlando brown jr for example who you know he's a phenomenal pass blocker but you know i wouldn't say the chiefs have had a electric run game the last two years it's definitely been there but uh you know not compared to a titans and ravens who run their whole scheme around that so if you're looking to run the football you got two great guards on the market here ben powers and nate davis and orlando brown he's just the obvious right like he's he's phenomenal so Lots, lots of good tackles out there, Bob. Lots of good tackles and guards. We'll see a lot of movement this free agency for sure.
0: Yeah, I think. Man, there are there are a lot of good offensive tackles for sure, and or just linemen in yeah, in general. Just,
1: exactly, just straight line. The Browns yeah. center, who he was ranked third in the league last year, he's looking to be uh, on the free agent market. So, we're gonna see a lot of movement. Uh, Receiver position, we probably won't see as much like you said, but you know the line position is huge here, uh, as well as as well as running back. We got a lot of big name guys all over the place that are going around here, so it's a uh, it's looking to be a fun free agency. And like I said, next week we'll hit the defensive players for sure, and then we'll be right into wrapping up free agency the week after. So this is all going to come like a whirlwind. The combine is officially starting tomorrow with defensive linemen and linebackers I think it is working out. So lots of fun ahead. We're just getting started, you know, and we're I know we're both itching to get to the draft talk this year cuz the top of this draft is looking to be a lot of fun and there's also some players that are going to drop that could have been, you know, that were some pretty big names in college, I think.
0: Yeah. For sure it'll be it'll be interesting. This is I'm excited for for the draft for sure. It's uh
1: so the yeah. draft gone yeah. but yeah with that we will leave you guys there a shorter episode this week after talking to you off about quarterbacks last week and we'll get to the defensive players next week because uh as i alluded to you know eagles ravens they've got some free agents and trust me some of them are on the defensive side that are some big names you will recognize i'm so excited
0: for this defensive yeah, so this we'll, episode next week we'll, for sure
1: we'll be getting into that for sure because there's some really good talent coming Uh, to free agency near you. So we will catch you guys then.
0: See you.